Hi, I'm Anne McElhenney. And I'm Phelan McAleer. This is the Anne and Phelan Scoop, and we're doing specials er uh, every day, we hope, uh, on the virus. We're calling it, and we're going to call it the Daily Virus. So it's kind of committing us to do this, doing it daily. So it's going to be news, advice, and the craziness uh, about the virus. Um, hope, in fact, many of the articles will be, many of the things we discuss will cont contain elements of all of the above. So let's look at as we as we are speaking, this the, the the stimulus bill is going to be passed, maybe going to be passed. Who knows? Um, so I just want to say before we get into the the pork, the, the craziness that's in the stimulus bill, this is why it's important not to have deficits. I know it's been very cruel not to mention deficits when Donald Trump is in power, uh, uh, because. We're still spending as much as we ever were. I know there's been some attempt to try and cut spending, but not really. Look, w America has $22 trillion in debt. That's not including the debt from states and cities. And we know from California, massive debt. So there's a huge, you know, we ha we're, we're living well beyond our means. You, you may read often, although, you know, 50% of American homes don't have more than $400 in the bank and couldn't... In, in, their, emerg in, the in their emergency fund. Yeah, well, why would families do any better than the go than the elites the elites have run this country for years for decades now and they've got us they don't have four hundred dollars in their account they've they're 22 trillion dollars in debt and now they're they're going we need a stimulus and i suppose businesses do need help at the moment maybe um they, and they're talking about one or two trillion but if they didn't have this debt they would have 22 trillion to pay play with because obviously america can survive perfectly well Apparently, it was twenty-two trillion in, in debt. So, so this is why live beyond means. This is why you shouldn't just stop demonizing people uh, who have only four hundred dollars in their emergency fund because it's four hundred dollars more than every, every one of those so sm smart people in Washington have in their accounts, have in their accounts that they're managing for us. So, let's get on to the stimulus bill. Um, so you know it's extraordinary. So this stimulus bill, uh, you know that they have that they're working on and that they're debating on today is designed to relieve millions and millions and millions of people who got pink slips the other day, who are in incredible uncertainty, who don't know, you know, really genuinely don't know what's going to happen next and have basically, as Phelan said, have whatever the emergency fund was that they have, it's been exhausted. And so the government are going to come in with this massive, massive... Because the help closed them down. because the government and the government closed them down the government said you can't work anymore so all these businesses have closed and so they're coming in with this massive stimulus bill and what a great idea and it's bipartisan and everyone agrees with it and all of that and the republicans came up with a plan they brought it to um to the democrats and here's what's happened so the democrats have come back with their own plan but i think one of the things that i thought was extraordinary and it was reported again you know today as well again and i've heard it in a number of different sources but the wall street journal reported that the majority house majority whip james clyborne clyburn james clyburn famous james clyburn was heard last week advising democrats to view the crisis as a tremendous opportunity to restructure things to fit our vision. Well, shame on you, by the way, sir. Shame on you. How, how, an ext how extraordinary to speak like that at a time when, you were, when people are looking to you for leadership and to all politicians for leadership. So instead of what's happening, instead of having a bipartisan approach and making sure that money gets out 
to individual workers, individuals, and businesses, by the way, because the businesses need to be kept afloat, because if those businesses aren't kept afloat, then millions and millions of more people are going to get pink slips. But instead of that, what the Democrats have decided to do is add tons and tons of pork. And just to give you an idea of some of the things they're loading into the stimulus bill, here's one. $35 million for the John F. Kennedy um, art, art, uh, art, um, what's it called, film? Center for the Performing Arts. The the John F. Kennedy Center for the Performing Arts, which obviously is so essential, is so crucial. They've also decided, by the way, to add the Green New Deal mandate on airlines. So it's really important, right at this moment, right at this second, that airlines that they add into the the, um, stimulus, that airlines oft... Uh, uh, offset their carbon emissions and publish CO2 emissions for every flight. That there are solar and wind sub- subsidies. Can I just say something here? So, th- th- this really brings it home. Uh, we've been told about this climate crisis, and you know, we talked about it on a podcast recently. Germany has spent 222 billion on solar, on, on, on alternative fuels subsidies uh, like wind and solar. Wouldn't that 220 billion be much better spent? Look, trying to prevent this kind of crisis, how many lives would it have saved? How, how, how much da- economic damage would it have saved? And that's just Germany that you spent that. So you can imagine there's the similar amount of expenditure in France, in, in Spain, in the UK, in America. We're spending trillions on climate change, on the climate change crisis, diverting that money from the crisis that was coming up. And, and there's another thing I, I, I read. Uh, there's a study now saying, oh, that... Uh, Warmer weather seems to slow down the spread of the virus. Oh. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> yes. And, um, you know, wouldn't, wouldn't that be a reason to encourage global warming? It goes back to what I always said about global warming. I believe the climate alarmists, if they told me, well, yes, it's going to be terrible for these people, but actually the, the, the change in weather will help these people. Because nowhere, obviously, what they're, I mean, what they're trying to claim is everywhere has the perfect weather in about 1850, and everything since then has been terrible for everyone everywhere. And it, that can't be true. So, you know, the, 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 it can't be true that everywhere has the perfect weather and that any change in it will destroy their, their, their economy and, and their people. So when they wouldn't admit to that, I, I was always skeptical. But now the warm weather slows the virus. Hooray for global warming. Who'd have thought? So let's go back to the, uh, oh, and yes, they wanted to mandate climate change studies. It was in an early version. There was uh, money to fund abortions, that the federal government would fund abortions. Um, Electoral reform. Uh, You know, basically what one party, and I'm sure, by the way, in uh, their wish list that they'd be trying to get through Congress for years, but had no popular support for it. So they're trying to step it in in a crisis. By the way, there hasn't been much analysis of the Republican bill. Bet you there's the same nonsense in there. Bet you there is. Uh, you know, um, maybe not quite as blatant, but I bet there's pork in there too because these elites, they are awful people. They are awful people. Um, you know, they, they think they're the sultans of Emir, you know, with their and, and I think, you know, they, I was going to think they, they think they're immune to. Well, actually, they are. They're immune to the economic crisis that's coming across this country because they're not going to lose their job and they're not going to lose their staffs of seventy people, or their, and, or their health insurance, or their gym, or all those facilities, or their housing allowance. They're not going to lose that. They are immune 
Um, and so therefore they think it's important to put in solar subsidies in when people are literally dying in the streets, literally dying in the streets. You know, you hear this, people are dying in the streets. Well, this is actually a time when people, you know, kind of might be dying in the streets because the hospitals won't be able to cope and solar wind Solar and wind subsidies are really important. And the John F. Kennedy Center for the Performing Arts is really important too. Can you believe that? Can you believe that? It's, it, it, it's, it's awful. So, uh, we're bri- find out brighter so, news. So we're going to find out today what's going to happen with that. Apparently Schumer said that they will get a bill signed today. Let's see. Um, we'll be here tomorrow morning, so we'll, we'll, we'll have the latest update on that. Um, On brighter news, big business, big business, hooray for big business. And hooray for the gig economy. You know, the two are connected, actually. So you've noticed, well, in in the last decade or so, there's nobody, no bigger villain in American life than big business. You know, the evil corporate, the the villain in every movie. And they become the villain in every Democrat primary debate. Um, Bernie Sanders even had an ad, he cut an ad saying... Uh, we have to crack down on the greed of big pharma. And we have to, you know, these big corporations run by billionaires. And, you know, if one thing has come out of this is we need big businesses. We don't need small businesses. We need small businesses who want to be big businesses. Amazon, I mean, have you? I've lost count of the number of articles, but Amazon forcing the people to work through injury and forcing, you know, and, uh, and of course it was all nonsense. Like Amazon's, warehouses are state of the art like they have table tennis they have you know these are these are little startup places these are beautiful places to work and it's hard work of course walking all those miles a day but for young fit people it's a great job i always thought that now i've never been in an amazon warehouse but i think i will go to one after this actually maybe do a documentary about it so uh, where would this country be now if it wasn't for amazon look a small local courier, a mom-and-pop courier organization won't cut it. They don't have the warehouses. They don't have the distribution. They don't have the manufacturing. They don't have the relationship with the manufacturing. They just don't have it. At times like this, we need big business, not small business. We also need small businesses, by the way, because the only place around here that has milk at the moment are the small shops, interestingly. Yeah, that's a little bit of advice, by the way. And every now and again, we're going to give advice. Yeah, if you um, go to the mom and pop stores, because I, every time I've gone, I've got I've gotten stuff I need, particularly things like, you know, like milk, whole milk, by the way, none of this low fat milk. What nonsense that is. So, yeah, full fat milk and eggs. And, you know, the local grocery store that we have here um, is great. It has loads. It has loads of stuff and it had loads and loads of greenery yesterday, Mary. That's a joke private joke between us greenery mary i'll explain it another day so i just want to say actually there's a new study saying that whole milk boosts your immune system and helps against coronavirus i made that up to keep on happy oh stop all right the gig economy okay the gig economy sorry no do not take that that was a joke i was Anne has is an advocate for whole milk and i just felt i would boost her a little bit uh uh, that is not do not go out and gig economy gig economy so the gig economy Again, where would we be without Uber Eats? Where Postmates. Postmates. Where would we be without people who, who are willing to come in and do, do these little jobs that are so important? You know, even the Amazon drivers, you know, there's a certain element of gig economy to that, that s- small businesses actually are contracting with Amazon and the workers are working on the gig economy basis. And this country, again, would be screwed. But California, before all this happened, 
was determined to end the gig economy. This place would be unbearable without the gig economy. It would be unbearable with how bigness, big business. So talking her- of big business. So talking and talking about business, the big business, Teva, the huge pharmaceutical giant out of Israel is donating a massive amount of uh, hydro- hydroxychloroquine sulfate, which is an FDA uh, drug approved for malaria. And they're going to, they're, first of all, they're going to give 6 million tablets um, by the 31st of March and 10 million more. by more by, ne- by the following week. Yeah. And by the way, the, the, there's, a story, there's a story connected. Mazel Tov. Uh, thank you very much. It's very. This is where impo- it's very important to have your friends. Where's, oh, so where's our book? Where's our Yiddish book? We're we're trying to learn Yiddish. I'm not sure. Is Mazeltov Yiddish? Mazeltov is probably uh, uh, maybe. Uh, and then Buzzfeed. Laura, just can, can you help, Laura? <laughs> and on that, and on that, Buzzfeed had an article. A man died, and, th- and this is everywhere. Everyone knows this story. But a man died after self-medicating with a form of a drug that Trump promoted. Trump orange bad man, promoted as a potential treatment for coronavirus. The elderly man died after taking uh, chloroquine phosphate, an additive used to clean fish tanks. Trump has been promoting chloroquine as a potential treatment for the coronavirus, but health officials says it hasn't been tested properly. There's There's so much to say about this. What a load of fake news. The headline is not correct. The headline is a lie. So Trump did not, President Trump did not promote fish, uh, taking fish, Chemical. Uh, he he suggested something else, which sounds like it, and and, the, and and these people took it, took something that sounded like it, and the the, the wife is now making a political point out of this. Yeah, well, actually, the, the thing that's really awful is that um, you have to dig into the story to realize that actually what they consumed was something that was intended for the use uh, in the cleaning of fish tanks. Um, and I mean, uh, very unfortunate what's happened to them. But to blame Trump is 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 really a st- it's really a stretch. I mean, it's that no, kind of it's like that it's like that thing where nowadays apparently nowadays you know you have to say on the back on you know onto the onto the microwave don't put it don't put a live animal in here you know like do you, does everything have to be do, have we got to that stage where every last thing has to be explained to us? And I think it's really unfair to be mentioning this be, be mentioning Trump in this regard. I mean, whatever else you want to say about him, but it's it's it is incredibly fair anyone and. Everyone, of course, is on the internet. Everyone, everyone has read about hydroxychloroquine at this point. Everyone knows that this is one potential drug that could be used and is an FDA-approved drug for the use of malaria for malaria already. But um, but the way that that story has been spun is basically that now now the the, the president is actually responsible for um, you know for having killed you know this this man. Uh, for taking that, and the wife is is in a bad way apparently. In other news, by the way, the other thing that just we found out about is that Harvey Weinstein has tested positive for coronavirus, and there's been two reactions to that. Um, well, neither f- former movie producer, former time. former movie producer um, who is serving, you know, 23 years f- uh, for for rape apparently, you know. So, and we covered that case by the way. And anyone who's looking for something to do during the holidays, WeinsteinPodcast.com, and we used actual actors to reenact verbatim scenes from the courtroom and we were in the courtroom every day. But there was two things that came out of that for me. One was one reaction from people who were saying, oh, you know, my sister can't get uh, can't get a test. Oh, I, my elderly relatives can't get a test. But Harvey Weinstein gets the test. Well, I, here's what I've got to say about that. Take it up with Rikers. You know, take that up with Rikers. Ask Rikers why it is that Harvey Weinstein got tested. And I, we have our own little story that maybe can maybe shed some light on why it is that Harvey Weinstein got tested. Um, so, you know, a few years ago, I, I, as you, many of you know, I have an eye condition. I have non 
age-related macular degeneration and it's incredibly important to me that you emphasize the non-age related aspect of that so I have macular degeneration non-age related and at one point like what five years ago uh, we went to the Wilmer Eye Clinic at Johns Hopkins um, and we were paying paying out of pocket because we were living in Ireland at the time but we wanted uh, you know for me to see the best doctor and it was an emergency we wanted to see the best possible doctor we didn't know what's going on and we were paying out of pocket, and we were paying out of pocket an awful lot of money. But when we were there, we going up in the elevator one day. We saw a guy in in an uh, he was in a um, in a wheelchair, but he was in an orange jumpsuit, and he was going, and he was even they had him shackled. yeah they had him shackled and everything, so he must have been a dangerous guy. And he was going in to see the same doctor as me, like, and he was ahead of the queue, ahead of the line of me. So uh, I suppose the people of um, of the great state of Maryland were paying for that, right? Is it Baltimore? Baltimore. Where's Baltimore. that in? Maryland. Yes, Maryland. So I think the people of the great state of Maryland were paying for that. So maybe they should take that up with Maryland. So in the, sa- in the same way, basically, I think what happens is that I think if you're in the prison system, I think you get actually the best of the best. Because I think a lot of ordinary citizens in America are not going to the Wilmer Eye Institute. Um, just I thought I'd say that. But the other reaction that they've ha- people have had to, the, to Harvey Weinstein being diagnosed with coronavirus is um, great people are delighted with themselves and they're wishing, you know, marvellous, I hope he dies. You know, because 23 years of uh, a loss of liberty isn't enough for them. And so what they really want now is that he will die alone in misery, alone, a painful death, um, deprived of seeing his young children. He has very young children that he hasn't seen for months because of the the trial and what was going on with the trial. Um, So, wow, all I have to say is, wow, God, I hope the mob never come for, for you or your loved ones, anyone who speaks like that. And I hope the, the mob doesn't ever comes for us because God, they are rough. God, they're rough. 23 years isn't enough for them. They want him to die a painful death, deprived of his children now. So uh, God help us all from those kind of people. Um, but I thought it was kind of an interesting thing. And obviously, uh, you know, we f- we covered the Harvey Weinstein trial. And you should you should listen to the podcast because um, we certainly think he shouldn't be spending 23 years in that prison. Yeah, so, so it's weinsteinpodcast.com. Uh, please go there, listen to it. It's 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 actually rated. It's R rated now. It's covered. It's it's a reenactment of the trial, but um, it'll give you something to think about uh, over these uh, interesting days. So the other, the new news, or the you know, good news. Hey, more good news. China has no new cases of of Wuhan flu or coronavirus or whatever it's called. Um, China, you cannot, just let's be clear, you cannot believe a word China says. You cannot believe it. So please, so yeah, so China has no new cases. I would doubt this entirely. We need to be, you need to be very clear. And all media companies who report this need to say, China has lied about this in the past. It needs to be an asterisk beside all these statistics. I mean, I'm just looking today. The Wall Street Journal, New York Times, and the Washington Post the, their editors have written an open letter to the Chinese government begging them not to expel their reporters. That's what China is focused on at the moment, expelling the reporters from from mainstream investigative newspapers. Now, And these same newspapers are also reporting at the same time that China has no new cases. So it, it, journalists need to state Every time they say something good about the Chinese reduction in the number of cases, that these figures are not trustworthy. If they don't, it's media malfeasance, and it's and it's doing a really bad job for the people. So I think, I mean, there's lots more news. Lisa, I see Lisa Page is tweeting 
nasty things about the president. There's Lisa Page of the FBI Lovebirds. We're going to have an announcement on that next week. Look, the next time Lisa Page complains about our play FBI Lovebirds Undercovers and complains about the president talking about it, saying, I'm a private citizen and he's attacking me, remind her of these emails or these texts, sorry, these tweets that she has written, calling him heartless and mendacious. Uh, and tacking them over testing and all that. She is a public figure when she wants to be uh, and then claims private figure protection when she doesn't want awkward things talked about. This is a woman who plotted to overthrow the president and his campaign on an FBI work phone. We should, listen, we've got so much more. We're just looking through the list. We've got so much more, but I think I think we need to go. We'll be back. Oh, yeah, we'll be back. We'll be back tomorrow with more and um, stay safe where you are. We're hoping to go to Costco tomorrow and we'll report on how we got on about that tomorrow. Thank you so much and we'll see you next time. Um, God bless and stay safe. Thank you.